Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 486 of Drunk Tester Podcast. Drunk Podcast. As always, I'm Tyler. And joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. Oh, boy. Let me tell you something, man. This week has been kind of a crazy one for, I know, the two of us. (laughs) But at the same point, man, it's like, it's definitely feeling like... uh, getting to that point, you know, where it's just that little lull before you go into, like, a vacation or something like that to where you're finishing up the loose ends as a recording right now and stuff. I got one more work day until I start my vacation, get, like, a whole 10 days off just to do shit, at least try to get something done. But at the same point, you know, it's been kind of a weird thing because ever since I finished up Elden Ring, I've been like, you know what, this is like... (laughs) This is feel like the hangover from like playing a really great game, you know, because it's like you're trying to look, trying to play whatever it is and stuff that you kind of feel like. Yeah, man, that's the thing about it, man. It's like I got Game Pass, paid for like a month of Game Pass, went and tried to play like a couple of different games, like downloaded like about seven of them off of the Game Pass thing because yeah. uh, there were a lot of them that were recently added in over the past month or two. And on top of that, I downloaded the demo for Strangers of Paradise. I made that him. one. I, I made him. <laughs> well, yeah, because you sent me a random message yesterday. So you got you got to at least try to go forth and play the demo with us. I'm like, all right. Well, so I, I, I said mostly... you have to, and then you said okay, sure, and I'm like, well, you don't have to, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I might have came off a little too demanding there. I should, this isn't a hostage situation. I should probably explain. Well, you don't have to, but. It'd be great but I will say, I did download that thing, and I did try a bit of it last night. All right. But uh, other than that, man, I'm doing good. I mean, hell. <laughs> but how are you doing, Tyler? Doing all right. Can't talk about uh, how miserable my week was uh, for multiple reasons. But uh, one thing that really sucked today uh, that we talk about here is I'm, I'm wearing my uh, Portillo shirt here from Kind of Funny. Uh, rest in peace. He passed uh, passed away today. Uh, Greg Miller's dog, um, the king, the one true king. Rest in peace, King Porty. Um, it's almost seventeen years old, so I got wearing that out of respect for him. So uh, I may or may not had a pullover uh, at work today on the side of the road and cried for about fifteen minutes uh, when I read the news. Uh, I'm currently uh, ba- staying off the internet because every time I go on Twitter, it's just an outpouring of love, uh, and then it makes me uh, sob cry like a like a girl watching The Notebook. Um, and we don't need to do that right now. But anyways, um, I'm doing okay. You know, at least it's Friday. We're doing this on a Friday night. Typically, we do it Saturday. Yes. I got plans going on this weekend. So uh, Gables was nice enough to uh, record with me tonight, uh, even though he has to work tomorrow. But uh, the son of a bitch has next week off. I'm very jealous. <laughs> um, I'm actually really excited, though. Uh, for me, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, my job's really weird where we had to uh, – our, our New Year's is like June 1st. So our year goes June 1st to like May 31st. But – in mid March, we have to plan the entire that entire year, uh, book all of our vacation time, uh, so we get two one weeks of vacation because we have to take them all in a row, and then we get like two we get four floater days. Um, well, those ones we can we we can book whenever. Um, I'm gonna try to use two of those for the uh, post extra life, and then save the other two for whenever. But uh, uh, it goes seniority. So last year they don't, because I only I only worked nine months out of the year. As if you had to work a full a full like calendar year for them before they give you like your full vacation, um, I only got one week of vacation and that was it. And uh, I was I was literally like five from the bottom on the totem pole, 
So the only weeks that were there was three weeks available, uh, two in February, and then there was one in like the first week of October. So I'm like, well, I guess that's I'm taking. So it's like the only vacation I've had uh, in two years. Uh, so I am excited though. I am, you know, so many people have left. Uh, I have moved way up the ladder in the last year, Gables, uh, uh, which, you know, is good for, I guess, this, but terrible for other reasons. Um, but um, I, uh, when it got to me, I'm like, my plan was, all right, I'm going to take the first week that's available in, in, in 2022. Uh, I'm hoping it's just, I'm, I'm, I was just like, just give me a week, like in June or July. That's all I was hoping for. And then I'm going to take the first week available in 2023. The first week available in 2023 was the first week of February. I'm like, book it. I'm in. Cool. Go with that. Uh, and then Gables, there was one week available in June and I got it. I fucking oh, got nice. it. Yes. Uh, it's actually the the second. It just didn't plan this. This just how it happened. The normal week that E3 would happen that week. That yeah. would always take off when I went nice. for my previous job. So fingers crossed that, uh, if, you know, we're having that summer games fest uh, and it's going to be like kind of semi normal. It happens that week because that would be awesome. Uh, but I'm just that looking would. forward to having. You know, it, it sucks that it's like two months away, give or take a little bit. Um, but it's just like it, it helps to know that, like, because like I've been for the last six months, I don't like, I could, I don't know when I'm gonna be able to take a vacation. Could be November, could be June, could be fucking next year sometime. So it's just nice to know that I have some a, a week coming up, uh, at least a couple months. So uh, you got them good taste too, because it's like February and then June. You know, yes. you get it's all like months. Yeah, like about six. That's kind of what I was thinking. Was like, okay, take take uh, because I God, I'm so I've been burnt out for like, I don't even know how long now. Uh, I just need a fucking we. I just need a vacation. Like, so I was happy. I got that one soon. And then I'm gonna like use my 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 floating like four days. I'm gonna use those in the fall sometime. I figured, um, like like I said, I'm gonna use a couple days for post extra life there to recover. And then I don't know. Uh, if we get some release dates on some games, if like God of War gets release date here soon. Uh, God, I'm definitely fucking taking that like Monday off after, uh, I'm assuming mm-hmm. it comes out on Friday. Cause I'm just going to fucking, as soon as I get off work Friday, got a war. So, um, that's my plan. But, uh, anyways, though, I'm doing okay. Doing a little bit better. Um, a few beers in, so that helps. Um, but yeah, anyways, guys, if you stick with all that, I, we appreciate it. If you, um, like us, if this is the first time listening to us and you like the show, uh, please go wherever you listen to podcasts at, um, and go there and look up drunk nerds, drunk dashers, drunk dashers podcast, whatever you, you look it up, you'll find us, uh, like, follow, subscribe, uh, on YouTube, click the like button. Uh, it's right around Gable's junk area. He really appreciate if you did that for him. Um, uh, I, I hit my mic. I was so excited about people clicking on Gable's junk. Um, but anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, please do that. If you hey, if you like the uh, if if you like us and you want to follow us in more places, uh, if I remember to do it uh, in the description, you look down there. There'll be a link tree, and that we click on that, and it'll give you a link to every every place that we are available on, um, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, whatever. We're on it. If you're watching on YouTube or whatever, or if you listen to us on if you if you use more than one app to listen to podcast on, uh, like Spotify or Apple or whatever, um, do us a favor. Download us in every single place to go to. Follow us everywhere you go. Every time you guys download the po- the audio version of the podcast, uh, Gables and I get a little bit of money, and we really appreciate mm-hmm. that. So uh, we have a nice little boost lately. So it'd be nice if we got, kept that momentum going. Uh, so that would be great. Um, we just randomly had like a 
huge spike of downloads like last week. And I have no, oh, wow. I have no, That's cool. No idea why. Uh, but I'll take them. I appreciate it. So um, it's been nice, you know, especially because about a year ago at this time now, uh, uh, we lost our old feed and had to start all over again after nine years, almost Shh. eight years, eight years. Yeah, really. We're, we're going on nine. Uh, after, you know, over eight years of being on the same feed, we lost everything. So um, I was able to, I, I luckily had saved our old podcast. So I was able to bring those over to the new feed, but we lost, you know, all of, you know, basically just, we we're just gone. So be appreciative if uh, you don't help us bump, jump back and get, um, we are still at a fraction of what we are doing uh, on that old feed. So it'd be great if we can kind of get, get back uh, a little bit closer to that level. Um, but anyways, um, Gables, we were talking about before the show. Um, I think this might be one of the lightest news weeks um, that I can remember in a long time. I was telling you before the podcast. It definitely has been that way, yes. Yeah, like I, I was telling you before the podcast, like I remember like this in the summer of like, you know, the uh, like when we first started, like those first couple of years, like you'd have that big E3 week. We'd have like, it'd just be a bunch of video games at the beginning of the year. We have a lot of news going up, going into E3. And then E3 would happen, and then it would just be from E3 to, like, mid-August. There'd just be not a lot. We were Every week, we were scrounging for shit just to yep. push it about. Luckily, we, just, we, we, were, we, were having, we were just new and just, you know, we just get, we drink enough and bullshit for an hour about nothing, um, which is kind of still this podcast almost nine years later. But anyways, um, but it's been, the industry has changed a lot in the last, you know, four or five years where uh, video games are coming out all year rounds all the time news is happening all the time we have directs and uh ea plays and ubisoft forwards and just there's always constantly enough stuff going on so even on a light week we at least have a couple smaller topics to talk about there's just not a lot at all uh it's kind of a hangover from last week where we had three pretty big uh news stories drop last week um Mm -hmm. but we did get three uh big game announcements um starting with here uh Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm trying to do two things at once here. Um, Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider is in development uh, by Crystal Dynamics. They announced that there was an Unreal Five, uh, like I don't know what you want to call it, like a presentation, uh, just kind of showing off like what this new the Unreal Engine was doing. It's now available. Uh, they they announced it last year and showed it off, but it was like and like a betas going and stuff like that, and like only a few teams were working on it, like uh, Coalition who does the Gears. Uh, games they they did a tech demo um and they actually helped make the matrix uh tech demo that we had a couple months ago um and then uh so i think a couple other studios have worked on it too um but we've we've heard like witcher 4 they announced is going to be in the unreal 5 engine and a couple other things so um not a lot's going on we, we like doesn't seem like a lot of people have been actively using it yet uh but now it sounds like they're saying it's open for everybody to use um and I, I believe, like, uh, if I remember correctly, the Mass Effect, the new Mass Effect game is going to be on Unreal 5 and stuff like that. So, but now it's it's in the stage now where everybody is, uh, all the developers are going to be able to use this this platform. And it just shows how incredibly how powerful it is, how beautiful the games look, uh, and then how easy it is for people to use and make development much faster for, for, game, uh, for game developers. But anyways, um, they show a few things, like there's like a tech demo of Coalition, which... Uh, Jeff Grubb has, has talked about um, over the last year or so that there's like a small team at Coalition uh, that is working on like a small game uh, that they're working before they make Gear Six. They're making they're working on this um, basically like a smaller game to kind of get used to working on the Unreal Five engine. 
And no idea of the tech demo they showed, if that actually is going to be the game or if that's just like a tech demo, like I said. Uh, but they showed off that. But some of the things, some of the things they announced that it was uh, the new Tomb Raider is now is, is in development. It's in the early stages. Crystal Dynamics, who made um, the Tomb Raider re reboot and Rise of the Tomb Raider, um, they did not make Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Eidos Montreal did that. The people that made Guardians of the Galaxy, um, the Deus Ex games, um, they made that one. So they're they're coming back. They're working on that one. No news if like this is going to be like another reboot. If this is going to be like, is this going to continue on? Um, the story that we we got with this with the the previous one because like, uh, Gables, did you ever play the the reboot Tomb Raider games? I have them. I've just never played through the entirety of like the the trilogy of these games. But uh, at the same point, you know, if it ends up becoming like another reboot, I mean, uh, I'm not really too much of a fan of that, only because of the fact that the other ones were so heavily popular and also good games at their core. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm in a weird place, but because I really, really liked like I've raved about those games um since we've been doing this podcast. At least especially the first two were um I never played the Tomb Raider games before. Uh but they kinda like what people were talking about how they kinda went like it was weird because like they try to be so anti uncharted. Yep. Uh that they try to go incredibly dark with the games. Uh and I, I liked it for that, but it was like uh, like, you, like people were talking about the original Tomb Raider were like like there was dinosaurs and it was just super weird and kind of crazy. And, uh, you know, like maybe they go back to that. Um, but I don't know. Like I, 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 I don't know. Cause like the weird thing about like shadow of the Tomb Raider, that was like the whole Tomb Raider thing was like the, the reboot was about like a prequel to who, to her becoming the Tomb Raider. Um, mm -hmm. which is weird because she was raiding tombs the whole time, but she wasn't the Tomb Raider yet. Uh, I don't know. It didn't really make a lot of sense. Um, so I'm like, are they going to continue on with that? And I like the actress that they had uh, actually play, play Lara, Lara Croft in the, in the games. Uh, I've seen her in a few other movies and shows too. And she was, I liked her in those. So I thought she was really good. I think, I thought the story was really good in them. I thought the, the games were awesome. Like I thought they were like, especially the first Tomb Raider. Like that was the first, like one of the first games that like, it wasn't the first game to do it, but I feel like on, on that level it was one of the first games to do like the 3d Metroidvania games. Uh, that have become right. very popular over like the the last you know decade or so um, since the games come out. Like we've seen like God of War. Like funny enough, Corey Bar Corey Barlog, the director of like the the original uh, God of War games and the new God of War, he was one of the main people on the on the reboot of Tomb Raider. And you could kind of see when you played God of War twenty eighteen, you could see like where a lot of the a lot of the inspiration came from the Tomb Raider reboot into that. So um, I thought that was a really cool game, really fun. And then Rise of Tomb Raider, like the the problem was, like, I feel like Square Enix has really fucked up these games. Like Square Enix, like if it wasn't for Final Fantasy fourteen, I feel like this company would be in the toilet. Uh, they they're just really bad at business. Um, like because I mean we're, we're gonna talk about Strangers of Paradise here in a little bit. Uh, but uh, so like I remember like they considered Tomb Raider like a giant disappointment because they were they had the expectations were to sell ten million copies in the first two months which that's like games sell way better now than they did 10 years ago and like not many games hit that mark today uh i think it ended up selling like three million copies in the first like like three months it was out or something like that which would be wildly popular that would be huge unless you're like yes, call of duty or like like you know if you're like unless you're one of the, the top tier franchises like that has incredible numbers uh, and they were really disappointed. I think they laid off a bunch of people in the staff. 
Uh, and then we got Rise of Tomb Raider, but they had that weird like deal with uh, Xbox to be exclusive on there, and nobody was really happy about that. I I mean like I I end up like I, that's the reason I bought an Xbox One was actually to play the Rise of Tomb Raider. Uh, they end up having a bundle like a a few months later after the game came out, and I played it on there. But like because the Xbox One, you know, was never never really especially early in the generation was not super popular. Um, nobody really played it. Uh, and then when it came out a year later on PS4 and no one really cared. Um, so it didn't do well there. I think that was like a big bungle. And then Shadow of Tomb Raider, they kind of like gave to Eidos Montreal. So Chris Dynamics can make the Avengers. And I feel like that was just a giant waste of both those studios times. Um, Avengers, we, we all know about the Avengers. Uh, Shadow of Tomb Raider. It, the problem is with these, what sucked was like they were given the like this is supposed to like continue the trilogy like finalize the trilogy of Lara, this Lara Croft reboot and like you're trying to give this established storyline to a studio that has nothing to do with this franchise uh, and continue with this storyline. It's kind of like the Batman Origins thing or like Bioshock 2 or um, there's, I had another example and I lost it but that kind of idea where like we see that where like they the another studio kind of gets this so they can get another cop narrow version out faster while they're while the, the main studio is working on something like something else or the next one because they want to you know it's not it's not gonna be out fast enough and like the games come out and they're always fine but they're never like there's never anything amazing like Bioshock 2 is a very good game but yeah. it's you know it, it's just it's just more of that like there's nothing spectacular about it there's nothing special about it Batman Origins a very good game nothing really spectacular or special about it uh, and we see that time and time again when when that happens, uh, and that was probably in the, the storyline was like awful. Uh, I actively just hated like Lara Croft, like, and it wasn't like, oh, she's supposed to be the like you're supposed to like not really like her. No, she was just a bad character, and she was awful, and like I actively disliked her, and that entire game. Um, and it just, I mean, the gameplay was fine, but like it was just nothing spectacular. It was, it was fine. Uh, Rise of Raider was awesome, but. Nobody fucking played it because it had the weird exclusivity deal. Um, so yeah, I, I'm hoping I'm hopeful that you know this happens, and I'm hopeful that it comes out. And I, I think it'd be great if they continue on the story. But I can almost understand why like the Square Enix kind of bungled this game three times. Uh, that you know maybe like move on, start anew, and you know now that Uncharted's not been around for. I mean, at this point, this game's probably four years away at the earliest because they they're still like and like concept art stages here and they probably don't even have like a story or anything like that so um i mean at that point we're talking about a decade between uncharted uncharted games um yeah i, I you can pretty much do whatever you want and probably i'm i think people would be more excited if they go back to like the you know here's fucking dinosaurs and the dual pistols and shit like that i don't know um uh, i don't know if you have any experience outside of like two minute cables if you if there's anything you want to add to that sorry for the rambling Oh, no, no problem. Honestly, I don't really have too much to add to that conversation other than the fact that, hey, if they do another reboot, Square Enix, you know, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all how popular the franchise is now at its point in comparison to when the first reboot happened to it to <laughs> to recorrect the kind of the same purpose, you know, recorrect the series that definitely went off course after the first three games in the original PlayStation and then going through it's all rigmarole trying to find its identity in the PS2, 360, not the yeah. PS2, Xbox, and GameCube generation. And then it didn't stop until like about 2011, I think it was, 2012, we actually got that reboot stuff. So that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. 
Okay. It was. I yeah. remember it came out right before Bioshock Infinite. Right. 2013 right. is like that secretly like, like we always talk about all those great all the, like the great years of video games. 2013 is a sneaky great year for video games. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And the original like uh, Tomb Raider reboot, that was one of those games. And yeah. thinking about it retrospectively now, I mean that's over a decade and stuff. And uh, now we're hearing about talks about another reboot in regards to the Tomb Raider series. I mean, hey, if they can find out some way to make the series better by refreshing it <laughs> into another limelight, I mean, hell, more power to them. But yeah. We're not going to hear or see any more about this type of game probably until like at least 2027. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the earliest this game is 2026. But uh, I mean, it's crazy how like busy Crystal Dynamics is right now because you got, well, we have one of the, like there's three studios. Uh, there's a San Francisco one that did the Avengers um, and they're still doing stuff on that one. Uh, but I'm assuming that game is going to quietly be uh, put to rest here soon. Um the one in Texas is doing is the lead developer on Perfect Dark, and then I believe mm. this one is in Seattle. Uh, the one, the main yeah. one that's we're going to be working on this one. So um, that, that's also going to be the case where Perfect Dark is a couple years is a twenty twenty four game probably. Um, so you got to think they're focusing mostly on that, and then they're going to go over to go full board on Tomb Raider. Uh, obviously, there's people that are like in early development going to have. A lot of shit laid out, but yeah, like they're not gonna go full bore in development to this game until probably yeah twenty twenty four, like late twenty twenty four at the earliest. So, um, yeah, you're probably right. It's it's crazy that like I like we talked about and I've talked about and I understand it. Like a lot of these big games get announced like years, years, years away. Like we see this constantly, and we talk about like oh they're just billboards for people to come work for them, and I get it. But it's crazy. Like we have all these games that have been announced the last couple of years that are yep. so far away that we're probably not going to play them on the current consoles that we have right now. Exactly. Good case in point, Elder Scrolls, like uh, Skyrim. Yeah. El- you know, Elder Scrolls, like, 6. Yeah. The game after Starfield. We're definitely not going to see that probably until another generation. Yeah, like, <laughs> they we, we they might come out on these consoles that we have, these new consoles that we just bought last year, or I yeah. guess just over a year ago now. Um, they'll, they'll probably come out for these consoles, but they'll be that like that mid-generation kind of game. That's, like, how far away so many of these games are. Uh, it's, it's, it's wild. I was, I was thinking about that today. I'm just like, fuck man. Like all these like cool games are getting announced. It's like, I'm probably never going to play these on PS five. So, uh, or Xbox series X. So I don't know. Um, moving on though, Gables to another game that was announced, uh, Max Payne one and two are getting remade by, uh, uh, remedy. Uh, these are the guys that originally made the games. Um, yeah. it's being published by rockstar who, who owns the rights to Max Payne. Uh, cause yeah. they were the publishers for them. And originally, um, no, no update on like three. Uh, but I guess it's weird. I guess like I've only ever played three and I really like three. I thought three was awesome. A little short, but it was actually a really fun game, but it was just like, I guess like I never, I never played the first two games, but it was just widely different from the first two games. But I don't know. I fucking love the shit out of that game. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's coming as one game. They said it's going to be a full bore remake is what they're saying. They're doing it. I believe it's called the North light engine is like the engine that control was made in. Um, okay. Cause uh, remedy has got a ton of shit going on. Like they're making control 2 They're doing Alan wake Two. They're doing a multiplayer game. I believe they're doing a multiplayer control game. Um, I believe they're doing a game for 10 cents as well. Um, they got a lot of shit. Yes, um, they do. Someone compared them to platinum recently. And I'm like, fuck, you're right. We're like, 
they had that game called Crossfire X that came out um, to Xbox and shit um, earlier this year that was just god awful. Um, and everybody's like, well, like, like that's why they're complaining. Like, there's like the games, like there's the platinum games that are like that they like they're making because they're like really excited about. And then there's the games that they make to pay the bills, looking at like TMNT and shit like that. Uh, and like, yeah, like there's definitely like platinum is turning into that where or uh, remedy is turning into that where like. Yeah, we're gonna like what? Which game are we gonna? Are we gonna get the the game that they're really excited about? Or are we gonna get the game that's just paying some bills? Uh, so I don't know. I mean, they got a lot going on. Um, so but they they've definitely grown over the last few years. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, Gables, what's your what's your experience with Max Payne? Okay, so the experience I have with Max Payne is really limited honestly i've only played a little bit of the third game back on the ps3 when that initially came out and stuff i think i played about god maybe a couple hours of it and i you probably really could you played like two-thirds of that game it was not a very long game no no obviously you've seen my trophy count for that one but uh yeah i don't i didn't really put too much emphasis like on the third game in the series i've always heard the first two are fantastic i yeah. heard so much like good accolades back around 20 years ago and stuff like around the 2001 to 2002 2003 i mean back-to-back games and stuff the whole elements of bullet time yeah, plus like the story in regards to both games are pro- pretty much like uh solid from what i understood but at the same point you know it's like this is interesting ready is taking on a rockstar ip in regards to the max Payne games kind of makes me wonder you know in the future potentially rockstar may want to go forth and maybe outsource another one of their ips and stuff like that to another studio yeah. but uh well no gamer can dream right yeah. but at the same point it's like i am happy that they're going back to the well with max Payne because that series definitely has more potential especially if you go through with a remaster and hey who's to say well, this, maybe is a full, this is a remaster this is a remake remake Okay. So yeah, like this is like a like think Resident Evil two. Okay. All right. So if it's like a Resident Evil two style of like a remake and stuff for the first two games, I mean that's even more of an incentive to go forth and go back to them because not only were they classics back then, but reintroduced into this generation with new coats of paint, new accessibility measures, the what is current for modern times, and also gamers get to experience that same type of feel that uh, fell in love with back then or even have this chance to experience the first time. I mean, hey, that's a good thing by me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely be pumped to check them out. Those are like, I remember like I worked at a video game store like from like 2006 to like two, I worked like 2008, like two, like two years. Yeah. And I remember always seeing like, there was always a ton of Max Payne copies because so you yep. bought it, we always had a bunch of used copies of it. Um, and I always, always remember looking at it, but I was just like a, I was, a, I only played, uh, sports games uh jrpgs and i was a shitty nintendo fanboy so um yeah so uh, i didn't i did not play those games back in the day so there's a lot of great games i just missed out on the generation because of my my shittiness as a fanboy uh don't be a fanboy people it sucks um but moving on gables unless there's anything else you want to add to that nah okay uh i don't have a lot to add to this one gables uh if you do it um cool uh there's new secret monkey island uh, in development ron gilbert's coming back who was the creator of it um, he did the first two and like, I think did part of three. I didn't realize there's like five of these like games, like not including like the telltale one and stuff like that. Um, right. there's actually like five like games from this. It's actually, he did say that like, they're not like, uh, they're going to count 
three, four, and five, even though he didn't really have much to do with three and nothing to do with four and five. Like everything is in is still in the universe. Um, and now that there's a trailer and it's coming this year. That's kind of crazy to think about because the Monkey Island games, well established, well known, classic PC games, adventure games, the point and click adventure types and stuff like that. I think they were old Sierra games, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Lucas Films. Lucas Films. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. That makes sense. Yes. Lucas Films did help create those games. I've only had the experience of playing through the first one on Xbox Live Arcade when that was still. I played it on there too. Yeah. It was a fun game. I mean, it was really adventurous. There was a yeah. lot of humorous points and stuff like that. I can remember the specific part in the first game to where you had to think of various insults while battling like pirates and stuff like that and had to choose different types of uh, scenarios. And you either won a duel or lost a duel based upon that what type of responses you would do. But uh, I also remember the that game being incredibly kind of a vague in regards to what type of, like, what solution will go to what or what spot you need to go with a what. Yeah. Because adventure games in general, I kind of get frustrated with, especially the point-and-click ones, because the older ones are fairly hard to try to figure out, in my honest opinion. Because yeah. I'm not that ter- type of person. So, oh, I need to think through, oh, maybe I should just use this right here. Then it just de-evolves into me, like, spending a couple hours trying to figure out, oh, okay, this thing goes here, that thing goes there, but what the hell? I'm on this thing, this puzzle here for about a couple hours, and I can't figure out what this this goes. Yeah, those games yeah. are, like, made for, like, message, like using message boards, and then, like, you had to have, like, the, the user main, like, the instruction manual, and, like, yep. there was, like, you had to, like, solve things through that. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, I'm fairly excited there's a new Monkey Island game that's going to be coming out this year, because... It's something of a dormant franchise now, <laughs> considering that we've had a few games that dropped on the PC, then reintroduced Xbox Live Arcade. There were the Telltale ones that were on the WiiWare, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And uh, seeing new games, like in the span of the Monkey Island stuff, from the same person that helped create those games to begin with, like Ron Gilbert. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting take. I would love to see a modern day like uh, Monkey Island. <laughs> yeah, it's cool that like because um, like the, um, Disney just brought back like Lucasfilms after they got rid of them when they bought um, like Star Wars and stuff like that. So it's cool to bring them back and like this is like the first big project they've done is bring back like it sounds like almost immediately they like that was like the this was the first like priority for them was get Ron Gilbert make a new. Uh, Secret Monkey Island. He did say talk about that. Uh, they've been working on it for two years, and there was like an old tweet that Ron Gilbert had where he's like, "If I ever announce uh, a new Monkey Island game, I'm gonna announce it on April 1st." And <laughs> he ended up announcing it the like the month like so mon- oh, April 1st was on Friday. He announced it on Monday, so I was like, "Just missed it." Uh, so that was Aww. pretty funny. So a lot of people were like wondering if it was like a, a joke because of that, but it ends up real. That's so that's awesome. I'm happy for people that are fans of the, that franchise. And there's a lot of very happy people for that. So that's always, it's always awesome to hear, even though like we're not fans of this thing. It's always awesome when cool shit happens in video games. So, um, yes, absolutely. Move, yeah. So moving on Gables, um, Mario golf 64 is coming to switch. Uh, uh expansion pack. Um, yes, it is. cool. <laughs> what say you Gables? Well, you know what? I mean, granted, Nintendo usually drip feeds game releases anyway on the Switch online service, and honestly, Mario Golf is definitely a fun game of my past. 
that was just one of those games that happened about like between like big releases that uh, oh you know what I'm gonna have some fun with this with the family and this and that and that was the game where I subsequently got so angry with Bowser because of how fucking bullshit he was <laughs> that uh, once I finally beat him and stuff like that after trying so many different times and stuff I'm like oh yeah no I'm not going to do that ever again but still Mario Golf is a fantastic <laughs> N64 game but. At the same point, you know, it comes off the heels of, uh, you know, the past couple of months. Nintendo has been slowly dripping their retro games on the service. I mean, Earthworm Jim and, like, a couple of the other games, like, last week. Not last week, but, like, uh, for the Super Nintendo NES. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I think it was, like, either a couple weeks ago now or, like, it was maybe last week. like... That was last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, yeah. Very last... yeah, just last week, yeah. So, next so, week, yeah. we're getting Mario Golf, so... Yeah, it's kind of unusual that they would announce a close-knit of, like, uh, game releases on their Switch online service so closely. But uh, at the same point... they put out more than one game on this service in one month. Woo. Yeah, really. Well, I guess, to be fair, this is... It was the end of March, and now we're in April. So, really, we only got one game in in March, and now we're getting one game. We got three games in March, uh, at the end of March, and we got this game in uh, in mid-April, so... What's kind of interesting about that is from that blurb from when they announced the N64 expansion pack and the list of games that they showcase in their little image and their introduction video. There's only two that haven't come out yet. One of them being Kirby 64 and like the other one, I believe being Pokemon snap. So both of those games haven't been released yet, but probably are going to in the corresponding months to come. Considering it's been like a, a pattern that Nintendo wants to go forth and release a major N64 game or something like that. Schedule that. I mean, yeah. February, I think it was Majora's Mask. March, obviously, it was like F Zero X, I think it was. And then I'm trying to think. April, just... April was. Uh, and then was... April's Mario Golf. Yeah, so you gotta assume that's May and June. Then we're getting those games. So, and then fun uh... fact. <laughs> what? Fun fact about that F Zero X and stuff. That's actually one of the only major first-party Nintendo games in the 64 I hadn't played up until, like, last week. (laughs) Well, that's just a little bit of a blurb right there, because, granted, for the listeners listening at home, if uh, you weren't around in the N64 era, think of it this way. You know how, like, uh, you have, like, over a thousand games or whatsoever, like, on platforms, it's like like, the eShop or, like, the PlayStation Network or, like, freaking Xbox Live Arcade or even Steam? Well, back in the day when the N64 was out, there was only a estimated, not just estimated, it was like 296 yeah. U.S. releases yeah. around that time. And what's kind of interesting to note that uh, a lot of them were licensed games that can probably never be yeah. re-released oh, yeah, that, yeah, due what, to that's, shit. That's what sucks is like a lot of the best games from like the late 90s and like early 2000s and shit like that PS1, PS2 generation that we would want. We can't have because of licensing issues, which understandably exactly. Is, you know, we, 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 unless you want to, unless you want to go with like licensing agreements, say like with an EA or like. Well, the Ubisoft problem is, isn't like or, you have to get the agreement from like the the publishers. The problem is, you have to get licensing agreements from like say NFL Street or WF yep. uh, No Mercy. You have to go get license agreements from every single person that's in the game. So all the athletes are there. In the yeah, game. You have to get all of them to agree, and then you got to cut them a check. Um, so understandably, That's the thing. it's a lot of, it's a lot of extra work for probably not a lot of benefit. It's like, it'd be just probably easier and cheaper to just make a new game. Um, 
Yeah, at that point, I mean, Tyler brings up a great point because, like, for back in the day, some of the best games in the N64 were, like, some of the licensed, like, sports games or licensed, like... like and WF Raw yeah. or uh, No Mercy and uh, WCW games. Like, yeah, so... Now the, the WCW the, the games, wagon, yeah. Bug game people really like. Um, Beetle Adventure Racing, yeah. Beetle Adventure, yeah. So, um, I wonder, I think... What if the June game Gables is Goldeneye, and we get the? Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. I think we're. I think that's when we get it. We get the Microsoft announces the remaster that we, been rumored forever that they they made uh, twelve years ago, and mm. then also at the same time they Nintendo puts it out on their their service. So, you know that makes too much sense. Which I feel like that there is a lot that's of merit a, to it. That's a good point, Gables. You said it makes too much sense, so now it's not going to happen. You're right. Uh, that <laughs> sounds like something. Yeah, Nintendo's like you know what this makes a lot of sense. Let's not do that. Um, so you made a good point. You talked me out of it, Gables. Uh, well, let's think about it this way, too. You know, it's like what left could what N64 games that are left could potentially come onto this service now? I Smash mean, Brothers? I mean, Smash Brothers is a given. I mean, that's that's definitely one. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think they even put it on the Wii U. So um, let's see. I'll have to double check on that. I think they did. did they? But at the same point, I need to double check that. I think it was only the Wii. Yeah, I don't think it ever came to Wii U because, like, cause, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They're very weird about that shit. You're like, um, I don't really know. Like, yeah, we talk about like like a lot. It's like licensed stuff that you want to bring. Uh, I'm sure there's somebody like screaming at us right now. Um, oh, there's a couple of different ones I could think of off the top of my head. One being Mischief Makers, which is a classic from uh, Atlas. You can always go forth and like Atlas had a couple of interesting games on the N64. One of them. The most notable, I feel like, is Mischief Makers, which is kind of like an action sort of like platformer game that has like some puzzle elements. Never played the game personally, but it is one of those kind of underrated N64 games from what I've heard about around the rumblings. Another one I could think of is like uh, the Beetle Adventure Racing, obviously, which yeah. I'm not sure if that would actually go because of the licensing stuff. Or um, is Wave Race on there? Wave Race. No, I don't believe Wave Race is on there. The Star Fox Wave 60... Race 64 is on there. Star Star Fox 64? Yeah, Star Fox is on there. Okay. Perfect Dark? Perfect Dark? No. That's okay. a good thing. That's a good point. There's a lot of uh, rareware games that yeah. have not made their way onto the N64 service yet other than Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. You have the sequel Banjo-Tooie, you have like Jet Force Gemini, Perfect Dark, and the game that we just that you just aforementioned, Goldeneye. Yeah. Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> Yes, oh. that has not been released on there. Mario Tennis, Yoshi Story. Mario Tennis, Yoshi Story is already on there. The but Pokemon Mario Tennis. Stadium games. Oh, that would be interesting. 1080 snowboarding. No, I wonder. 1080 snowboarding. I could see that potentially being on there. Maybe Turok. Turok's already on eShop though. Pokemon Puzzle League. I'll buy the service for that. I'll be honest with you. I would love to see Pokemon Puzzle League on there. Yeah, because uh, that's a pretty damn good version of uh, that puzzle game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, there's games. Uh, just a matter of like if they put them on there, because like the Pokemon Stadium games, I don't even think even came the Wii. Dude, home. I can argue with you that we probably got like most of the most, if not like uh, majority of the best RPGs on the N64 on that online stuff. Because quite literally, there's like maybe two or three RPGs in general on the N64 in general. One no. being Paper Mario, and the other being like no. Like, Mm-mm. like Ogre Battle sixty four. Nope, Gables, Gables, don't. Uh, Skies of Arcade Legends is not on the sixty four, so therefore you lose. Tales Symphonia, yeah. not on sixty four. 
therefore you lose. Rogue Galaxy, and not on the on the N64, so therefore you lose. <laughs> oh. Final Fantasy yes, VII, not on the N64. So boom. That's also true. But at that same point, you know, it's Oh god. Now I'm just racking my brain just trying to think of anything else that I could I mean, think of. There's like eight or nine games there that we talked about. So I mean yeah. if they do yeah. one a month, they can they can stretch this out for they just enough to get people to buy another year. So um So like in total, realistically, out of these like uh, two hundred and ninety six estimated like US releases, we probably could potentially see possibly fifty at most, maybe theoretically. Thirty? Uh, maybe yeah there's probably like 15 yeah. now give or take and i think we just named like eight or nine that are feasible uh, i'll be honest man i, I, I think, think i was generous with saying 50 pilot wing 64 <laughs> is one i didn't i didn't think of yeah um, that's true so, I mean, there's probably like another 10 that they can like quality ones they can put out but there's probably gonna be like another 15 or 16 we're like what the fuck is that game like dude this is literally going to have me go forth and like just go on a Wikipedia page or like all the releases of all the games and stuff like that and just check mark off. As long as it's not anything stupid like Superman 64. But <laughs> I can just imagine that. <laughs> I would love that. I would respect the fuck out of Nintendo if they did that. If they I wonder actually... how the fuck they would pay, pay like Titus Interactive, dude. They'd have to pay, well, fuck them. They'd have to pay WB probably. Uh, I would respect the shit out of that. That would be amazing. I hope they do that now. I want that. Uh, who would have thought the, the, the most exciting part of the, of the news this week is the possibility of Superman 64 coming to the fucking... Oh, excuse me. The Nintendo ah. Expansion Pack. I really love this idea. Oh. I will buy it. That will make me buy it. I will buy that out of respect uh, for that. Because so. you actually want to try and play it. And oh, see God, no. I'm not going to play it, but I respect it so much that I want to support... That decision. <laughs> I will pay money to support great decisions. And my, that, my friends, would be oh. a great decision. Uh, and I will, I respect that. Um, so, yeah. I want to endure one of the worst games of all time on I'm, my Switch. I'm not going to play it. I just want, like I said, I'm just going to buy it. Just like, <laughs> like I'm the guy that I, I, I paid the 25 bucks to, to buy the Mario Kart DLC separately. Yeah. I'm not going to pay the 50 bucks to, to rent it for a year. So, um, moving on, Gables, though, to some other news here. Well, not really news. Um, it's kind of been in our show notes for a couple of weeks here. I've been like, just like I figured keep it in here. I was going to talk about it. And then we've had some bigger news going on. So we did this at the, uh, the beginning of last or beginning of this year. We talked about Q1 games. We did a whole separate yes. podcast on it. And that was like my plan initially. It was like, this could be a fun separate podcast, but like, I'm kind of glad we, we didn't do that now. Cause um, not really a lot going on this week, even though we, I guess we did actually spend a good chunk of time on that. But um, I thought it'd be fun to go through this, um the kind of the Q2 games for this year. And we can kind of talk about some of the bigger ones here. I'm not going to like mention everything. I'm using the gameinformer.com. They do a really good list every year, but they put literally everything coming out. Uh, it has dates. So we're not going to obviously mention everything. Um, but uh, I thought it'd be kind of, you know, be fun to do that. So obviously some of these things, it is uh, April 8th as we're recording this. So some of these things have already come out. Uh, Gables, I'll read through some of these. If you want, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll talk about the ones I want to talk about, but if there's something you want to say, um okay. stop me uh so first up here this came out on tuesday lego star wars the skywalker saga um i'm really excited for this I, w- I was actually looking forward to this initially the reviews coming out being very positive i've mm-hmm. i used to really like the, the lego games but obviously like a lot of people kind of burnt out on them they're kind of just kind of coming out and they just kind of like kind of more of the same uh 
But uh, so I ended up. I meant, meant I forgot to mention at the top of the show. I did. They had a buy two get one free sale going on this week on like Amazon and Target and GameStop. I ended up picking up uh, uh, Strangers of Paradise, which we'll talk about later. Uh, yeah. I picked up Ghostwire Tokyo, and then I was trying to find like a third game to to pick up, and I couldn't think of anything. And this is on Tuesday, and I totally forgot that fucking Sky, the new Lego Star Wars came out. Totally blanked it. I thought it was coming out on Friday. I thought it was coming out today. So I didn't think it was, I could buy it. So I, I literally just looked up what had the best trade-in value on GameStop because I'm like, I'll just fucking flip it for, for trade credit. Elden Ring had it. So I picked up Elden Ring. Uh, so that's that's the only reason I bought it because it had like it was like $35 to trade-in. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting it for free. So fuck it. I'll just flip it for $35. Bucks. Um, there you go. If I would have realized that Skyward Saga was coming out on Tuesday when I bought bought the, the, the free, the two, buy two, three, going three, I would have bought this game. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just pick it up later. But um. I'm really excited for this one. Reviews have been really good for it. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's, it's like it's, this this year continue to be pretty good. Gables, uh, anything you want? To, you want to stay on top of that? Oh uh, no, nothing really contributing in terms of the uh, Lego game. Okay, uh, it will be the show. Uh, Twenty two came out on April fifth. It's on everything, including Switch. It's also on Game Pass. Um, I have it downloaded. Uh, I was gonna at least check it out. I played the last year's one on Game Pass for a little bit last year. I'm, I, was, I don't know. I'll download it for a little bit. Yeah, but. I did some of the same thing as well and stuff. Yeah. I think I tried a little bit of a pickup like uh, game in regards to uh, the show Twenty Two and stuff like that. It's it's not too bad, honestly. Oh no, the, I mean, the, the yeah. games are great. Yeah, um, I got really into it at the beginning of last generation, uh, especially when you can like bring your character over every year. And I've been tempted to like go buy the old one and just like pick up my old character because like I put like I don't know probably a hundred hours to that guy. I had to max out and it's like I don't really it's like the NBA 2K thing where it's like you got to invest so much time and really well, like NBA 2K you got to invest a ton of money to like get him good and it's just like I don't, don't want to do that every year so uh, I might just like go back and buy that version that I stopped at and just continue on from that with that one um, Chrono Cross the Radical Dreamers that came out yesterday April 7th I don't really know Gables you're like I believe when we did our favorite video games of all time you had Chrono Cross as your favorite game of all time uh, that wasn't Chrono Cross. It was actually Chrono Trigger. Trigger. Okay, Chrono... yeah, but the, the same franchise. But it's it's a part of the same franchise, yeah. honestly, because yeah. uh, Chrono Cross is like the spiritual kind of sequel to Chrono Trigger. But uh, yeah, I am definitely interested in uh, playing Radical Dreamers. I know there are some issues right at this moment in terms of like uh, kind of a little bit of hiccups, a little bit of bugs and stuff like that, but. Uh, it's still getting like decent reviews in that regards. The game itself is fantastic. It's it's a game that uh, was one of the best in regards to I think the late nineties and that when it first did release. And for good reason too. Solid combat, solid story, multiple different characters you can use. And on top of that, you know, it's like it includes a never released game in the US in regards to a Satellaview game and freaking Super Nintendo Satellaview game that was in Japan only. But uh, it's it's just like one of those like uh, visual novels, quintessentially. That's what it is, Radical Dreamers. But uh, yeah, I'm more interested. It's twenty bucks. I definitely would love to pick that one up, especially if I can get it on physical form. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I could probably import it. Yeah, I I don't know if it's it, they might do like a limited run thing, but yeah, it's on every it's on everything. You know, Switch, PC, Xbox One, PS4. So. Um... Our our favorite game to make fun of every every time we hear about it, Gables. Uh Godfall Ultimate Edition is out now. Uh God. maybe the greatest trailer of all time when they just randomly start playing fucking um uh, run the jewels over their uh fucking trailer. That made no sense. <laughs> um 
never not funny to me. Um, that that came out yesterday. Um, House of Dead remake came out on Switch yesterday. Uh, I'm, it's like thirty bucks or something like that. Uh, and I've heard it's not great. So. Yeah, I've heard the same thing as well. I mean, it's sad because those light gun games were pretty popular when they first came out. Like even that arcades and this and that light gun peripherals. But uh, yeah, this is like one of the first major kind of remake letdowns of the year. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I heard. Yeah, I heard it's very expensive. And then the problem is that those kind of games were like really good. They worked really well because they were built as arcade games. Uh, yep. when it's like, well, when you play it at home, where it's like, you can just do endless continues and you can beat it in like 20 minutes. So, um, and then you also get a, a, a pretty shitty port of, of it on top of that. So, um, I'm mentioning this game Gables only because it's funny to me on April 20th to the switch. We get star Wars, the force unleashed, um, as a port, not of the 360 PS3 version of the Wii version. Um, uh, and that's the only reason I want to mention it. Cause I just think it's fucking hilarious. Um, I think it's hilarious too. You don't yeah. even port the good versions. You just port the one that cut out story and like all the types yeah. of parts to begin with. I mean, yeah. the, what who the fuck asked for this? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like the the like by far, it's not even like a bad port from PS3 to 360 to Wii. Uh, it was just an, it was awfully awfully done. So you get yeah, yeah. Like I said you cuts out part the the waggle stuff was awful. The game didn't play. It was not good at all when it came out in the Wii. And now they're just gonna port it over. The, it's just. Uh, they're running out of things that, that uh, for for uh, Star Wars games to port. Especially if you really want to experience that game in and of itself. I mean, more power to you. But yeah, there there are better options to play yeah. that game. Check out the 360 or the PS3 version yeah, you if, can... you, if you are wanting to play that game so badly. Mm-hmm. My recommendation, you have an Xbox One, fucking get it on the 360. Yeah, if you have an Xbox console, uh, any of the the current, the last, or the one before that generation... You can play that game now on if for mm-hmm. probably cheaper than what that's going to cost you. Absolutely, uh, and it's going to work a lot better. Uh, and it's actually it's a, it's shit. a very it was a very good game, um, and it's just that that second one was just not great. Um, it was just rushed out, and you know it's just the game with two different like I was talking about at the beginning with Tomb Raider, like gave it to a different studio, and they had they had like nine months to make a game, and it came out, and it was it wasn't terrible. It was just not really that good, uh, and also mm-hmm. like totally like they re had to redo the ending of the the first game to make the so they can put Darth Vader in it's really dumb. Um coming out at the end of the month Gables, uh April twenty ninth, Nintendo Switch Sports. How excited I'm are you for this one? Excited. Okay. I'm actually fairly excited for it because for one it's more or less like a it's more or less kind of reminiscent to the classic Wii Sports and stuff to oh, where yeah. you have your games. They're very they're fairly simple, straightforward to get into and stuff. I'm definitely liking how it's being pretty much adjusted to uh, kind of like the Switch Joy-Cons and this and that. It's just going to be... It feels like to me it's going to be a good, solid, fun stuff with uh, a group of people and stuff. And I feel like it's going to be doing better than what initially we may think it may do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm i interested in this one, actually. it's I think it's only 40 bucks if you want that one. I feel like it's 50 if you yeah. want the... like It comes with like the the leg and armband or whatever. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I might... If, comes out it's really good but i feel like uh, for me personally like i think that game's gonna be really good and probably a lot of fun for people but it's definitely one of those things where like for me i think i'm gonna put like i would play it for a few hours and i'll never touch it again so um but, yeah, yeah that definitely does have that feeling yeah but for 40 bucks though you know that makes it a little more palatable so um i'll wait and see um gables uh come up now we're into may here 
this game you just drafted on our fans Crick uh, league, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about here shortly. Uh, Trek to Yami, I believe is how you say it. It's coming out May fifth. Yep. This game looks fantastic. Absolutely, it does. When that trailer came out a few days ago, in regards to 15 minutes of gameplay, I watched that thoroughly, and it looked really freaking impressive. Coming to Game Pass. Yeah, absolutely. May 5th, it's coming to Game Pass and stuff. People who have Game Pass right now, definitely, from Tyler and I's opinion, probably the best deal in gaming right now. That's but at the same point, you know, it's like, it feels like this game is simple to go forth and play. It definitely has that interesting concept to where you don't feel like you have to do a lot of backtracking. It's just like a straightforward sort of type of game to where you get to go to a set piece and stuff, have your battles, do this and do that, you know. I do love the aesthetics of it. I do love the fact that it's sort of like almost like a rescue slash kind of revenge story where you're trying to rescue your squad mates and stuff like that. And from what we've, what some of us have already seen from this trailer and stuff, it looks like this is going to be mindless fun. Oh yeah. And I'm all for that. Yeah, definitely. Like Devolver always makes really, I think, really good games. Uh, and I talk about the past, but they make really good games, but they always always click for me. Uh, like Death Store definitely clicked for me as one of my top ten games of last year. But uh, this one's definitely look like it's gonna click for me. Uh, moving up here to May thirteenth. Um, excuse me, I had a burp there. Still burping. Ooh. I'm drinking a little too much. Uh, Evil Dead the game. Uh, I'm. I'm really pumped. I I grew up. I love the Evil Dead franchise. I've loved the movies as a kid. Used to watch them all the time, even when I was way too young. Uh, remember growing up, with my parents had it on had them on uh, on VHS, and I'd watch them all over and over and over again. Uh, I even loved Ash versus the Evil Dead, the the TV series they made on Stars uh, that was yeah. out a few years ago. That show was awesome, and they abruptly canceled it, uh, which I was really bummed. Even they left it on the cliffhanger. Uh, I fucking love that franchise. Um, it's it's like the four v one type of like we see like kind of like Dead by Daylight or like the yep. uh, Friday Thirteenth or Predator games. Where like I love those games. I'm, like it's like the the Ghostbusters ones coming out later this year. Like I I have a blast with these games. The problem though is like you have to have people to play with. Um, and it's like yeah, as absolutely. much fun as I had with like Predator, like playing by myself was not a great time. And like when we played it like a year later uh, on Extra Life. Um, it was just like the only people left playing it were like the hard hardcores. And it was like straight up not having a good time right now when like we're just too no. casual jumping in. So we just played like a couple of games in that in yeah. that predator hunting ground stuff and we just like, like no, this ain't fun at all. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was a it was a blast when I first played it, but I was like, it's like it's hard to like it's just hard with those games. I was like, it's it's online and so it's just tough to jump in. Though I guess there's gonna be a single player to this though. So if it comes out and good. that and people are saying good things about that. I'll definitely check it out. If it's, especially, I don't know what the price point is going to be, but if it's a little cheaper, I'll probably give this. I'll, I'll definitely give it a try because I, I love and like uh, they. I got Bruce Campbell come back to do the voice. Uh, I hope. I hope. They, I hope they well, bring. That's a given. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you have to. But I, I'm, I'm happy that like, they at least they put the money into to bring him back for it. Um, and I hope they bring back some of the characters from the TV show because that'd be awesome. Because that was actually a really good show. Um, that unfortunately just not a lot of people watched. Um. But moving on here, Gables. Uh, oh boy, that's pretty much it for May. Uh, and then we go on to June here. Mario Str- Mario Strikers Battle League coming out June tenth. Mm-hmm. Um, I we talked about this time when they first announced it. Uh, I loved uh, Mario Strikers on the GameCube. I didn't really care for the one Supercharged on Wii. Uh, I'm super pumped. Like I'm I'm really excited for this game. It's just a matter of like the content is there because I talk mm. I talk about it over yeah. and over again on the Switch here. We're like. 
uh, Nintendo puts out these really, really fun, technically fun games to play, but then there's just never a lot of reasons to continue to play them. Um, Absolutely. So, there's been like kind of a result from like, say, Mario Tennis Aces to like Mario Golf Super Rush in that regard. Mario to Golf, where... Arms. Yeah. Yeah. Arms. Yeah. There's just more yeah, like could, the, the, games are, the games are really good, but there's just like, there's nothing to keep coming. You There's not the content is the, the is light. And that's always a problem with these games. Like if there's, you know, there's not a reason to keep coming back after, after like you, you do the arcade or you do this and that you like you play the courses once or, you know, it's just like, okay, well I've, I've done it. So, uh, that's as long as it's not like a shoehorn over elaborate, like single player mode, you know, I, I, yeah, like the was Mario... that not inside there. I mean, that's part of the reason why their last Mario, the sports game, like a super rush kind of was like a step down in my honest opinion. Cause the gameplay aspect of it was fun. The whole speed golf thing. Eh, interesting gimmick though, but it really wasn't for me. But in regards to like uh, the single play just aspect, you know, I thought it yeah. just really didn't fit all the that The campaign well. was literally just a four hour tutorial. Yep. Yeah. It yeah, like, it really was. Yeah. And there was only like, I think four, like, I think there's only like four courses. And then like, yeah, Mario Tennis, that campaign was just awful. Um, so yeah. It's just a matter of like, yeah, like, it's just worth me putting 60 bucks down and I'm going to keep playing this game for, like I said, more than a weekend. And that's, you know, like if it's forty, if it came out for forty, like I said, like I was just saying, was like Nintendo uh, Switch Sports, whatever it's called, um, Wii Sports Resorts. I'm gonna call it Wii Sports. That's what it is. Um, like forty bucks, like the the pop down, and I, if I play that for a weekend or two, that's a little more more palatable. That's a little more worth it. But for sixty bucks for this game, and it's like if I play it for a weekend, okay. It really depends. Yeah, it like, just really depends on if they want to elaborate past the arcade mode and also past a lot yeah. of the random elements of the online. I always thought about Nintendo could shit out a seven out of 10. Like it's nothing it's just like how much effort do they want to put in it to make it an eight or not or a nine. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm hopeful, uh, but we'll have to wait and see uh, coming out on that same day, June 10th, the quarry game. I talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, this is the people that made it until dawn and they did the dark anthology games. Uh, I raved over the last six years, and like a lot of people, I think it's six years, five years, it was two, oh, seven years, it was 2015 until Dawn came out. Uh, I love Until Dawn. I'm a huge fan of, of that game, uh, Dark Anthology. I, I've talked about over and over and over again about how it's been getting better. Uh, last year's game actually made crack my top ten list. Um, so yeah, and this is like the first, like this is like the spiritual successor to Until Dawn, like a full fledged. Like the other games are the Dark Anthology games are like thirty bucks. This is like a, this is actually a seventy dollar, a full price seventy dollar game. Um, but it seems like they're going full bore with this one, putting all the effort into it. So I am incredibly excited for this one. I have I have already paid it off at GameStop. That's how excited for this one. This one I am. So uh, this will be a day one buy, and it works out that this is the Friday going into my my week off. So um, yes, really pumped for that. So um, it's not going to be like this. Probably be like a six hour game, but still, it's, it's still exciting. Um, and I know, I know you haven't played these, so I'm, I'm assuming you don't have much to add to that one, Gables. Um, and then really last, but, uh, not least, well, might be least, I don't know. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes coming out June 24th to the Switch. Um, I don't know. What, Honestly, you... it's like another Muso game. I'm not really too excited to, like, about yeah. it, even though it has, like, Fire Emblem Three Houses. It's one of those games where come close to its release you know it really depends upon the content of what they're going to divulge and stuff if i'm going to get excited about it or not if not then i could easily see myself passing this yeah. game and just going doing something else 
Yeah, like I, I, you know, I, I actually even bought Fire Emblem Warriors when it came out on the yeah. Wii, on the Switch, uh, and it was like it was a good game. It was just like it was more of like Hyrule Warriors, but it was like it's Fire Emblem. I'm not a Fire Emblem guy, so it was like definitely like I love Hyrule Warriors. Horror, I can't talk. Hyrule Warriors. That was really hard. Uh, for me Fire to say. Emblem Warriors. But yeah. Well, I was saying like Hyrule Warriors. I really like because it's just like I love Zelda, so it's just yep. It was just fan fiction for Zelda, but just less sex. Um. And, um, yeah, Fire Emblem Warriors was that. So this is more of that, but I did not like Age of Calamity. It was just a, a bad game. So hopefully this is better than that one. Um, but that's going to wrap up for that. Like, uh, unfortunately, a lot of the, a uh, couple of the bigger games, like, uh, we talked about recently were, uh, Advanced Wars got delayed. It was supposed to come out today. Uh, but that got delayed because of the, everything going on in Ukraine. And then, yep. uh, Forspoken was supposed to come out at the end of May. Uh, and that got delayed to October 11th. So, uh, kind of like two of the bigger games of the quarter uh, got pushed out. So um, kind of a weird quarter, but it's been a, it's been a crazy first three months. Uh, like we've, you and I have played what three really great games. Um, you know, two of us, two of those games in common. And then I got horizon. You got Elden ring and that quarter. Yep. I just bought three other really great games from, from the first quarter. And then that's not including like, I was considering buying WWE 2k22 and then we just got Lego Star Wars. So it's been a really good first like three months in a it week absolutely has. of this year. So uh, like those eight really good quality games that came out in the first, you know, 90 days of the year. Uh, so, you know, so we got pretty spoiled and it's been pretty good. So now it's just time about, now it's just time to catch up. Uh, one thing here before we move on to what we've been playing, Gables, I did want to, want to talk about uh, our Fantasy Critic League here. Uh, All right. So a couple things that not, we're gonna take a little bit of a break here after this because like it's been we we've I've been talking about a lot and I I told you guys I didn't want to make it a weekly thing, uh but because it's just so many games coming out in the first quarter, um we we've been talking about almost weekly, uh but like if you look here if you can see if, I, if I'm doing this correctly, um you can see our upcoming releases um we don't have nobody has anything coming out until the end of uh, April, uh Gables has yep. three games coming out um. So actually, so we have Nintendo Switch Sports coming out on April 29th. We talk about Trekker Yum, uh, Yami, Yomi, whatever, May 5th, and then Mario Strikers Battle League coming out June 10th. So we have nothing. We have two games coming out in the next two months. So obviously, we're not going to talk about this too much uh, until then. And then, it kind of in June, we got some more stuff going on, and then it's kind of after that. It's kind of a we're just waiting on dates for stuff. Um, so yeah, so not a lot going on for for a while. As of right now, I'm currently winning. I have a hundred and let me scroll down the bottom here. 166 points. Gables has 144 uh, or 114 points rather. Uh, but I do have 15 games released so far. He has eight. Uh, but we've had some updates on everything going on. Uh, so right now, Gables he won some biddings on some stuff here. So he only has two spots left. Uh, yes. But we have nine more months left in the year. So uh, I, I'm playing the waiting game here. I got one, two, three, four, five, six games. Six spots left. Um, so I'm going to kind of hold out cause we still have like summer games fast and I'm sure other announcements and then we're going to have some delays possibly. So, um, I'm curious though, how much did you actually go forth and spend, uh, win the games that you got? I think the quarry, I put like eight bucks down for and Gotham Knights, I put like 10 bucks down for. So, oh, okay. Okay. So I didn't go too crazy, well, was but I, I way no, overbid you. you. I, crazy. I, I, I did way overbid you on some of those. Yes. Yes, you did. But, yeah. uh, 
Yeah, I thought it was interesting, though. It's like, I kind of figured that you would go forth and take a couple of the different ones that I had went through and bid on and stuff like that. The question was, how many of them were you wearing? Oh, how many? I'm sorry. Uh, well, I you outbid me on Strikers. Uh, Live Alive, you, you've outbid me on Scarlet. And I, I bid on uh, Scarlet and Violet, but you outbid me on that one. Tachia, I did not. Uh, Switchboards, I didn't. I think I put like two bucks down just to be like, I think maybe you only bid a buck. I'll put two bucks down. And then Trekiyami, I didn't bid on. So, oh um, yeah, yeah, I kind of figured that uh, for a couple of them, you weren't going to try to uh, bid on like the Trekiyami and like uh, the I consider Nintendo that Wii, the Wii Sports result, the Wii Sports like uh, dealing and stuff. But uh, the thing was, I would have been perfectly content if you did take all of them in that <laughs> yeah. regard because yeah. yeah. But at the same point, I got about three of the exchange, and I only wasted like about three bucks in total. Yeah. yeah so where. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, at that mind frame and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, well, there are some decent games that are coming out towards the end of April, the beginning of May, and like all this stuff like that. I'm like, okay, let's see if I can go forth and try to like secure. And I secured like about two games, like three games out of that whole stint and stuff. And I got two spots. And I'm at that same spot where you're at, where I'm biding my time. The past two weeks, including this week, we haven't bid on a single game. That definitely mm -hmm. is on purpose since they're. Is sort of a lull going on right now, yeah. but once summer heats up a bit, there will be more game releases, and hopefully it's going to be that second half that we're going to be figuring out which other big games are going to be released inside there. So yeah. who knows? Yep. We may see releases. We may see go forth and release a couple of games ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> it has uh, that possibility. Yeah. Um, we do have the policy where you can't drop games that we drafted. Uh, the first 20 games we drafted and the last... We have 32 spots. Uh, Gables has 29 filled. I have uh, 26 filled. The last, mm -hmm. uh, the ones that we we bid on, we can drop if they get delayed yes. out of the year. Uh, but Absolutely. once they get once the once reviews come out, we can't drop them. Um, I think we have a minimum of like uh, how many three, games? We get three drops. Three, yeah. but that's after we've like that's the, like the ones that we drafted. Like no, the ones we drafted, we can't drop. The ones we bid on, we okay. can drop. So that's why that's what I, I was too yes yeah sorry uh that's why a lot of the games i drafted are games that came out i've already come out like like i said i've got 15 games out gables only has eight uh because i kind of like played the safe game here bidding on games that were like already had dates over like early early 2020 game two games and gave us a couple swings some paid off Elden ring got obviously is uh, huge for him but like breath of the wild 2 and the mario kart uh the next mario kart game did not happen they both got delayed yeah. or just weren't announced. Uh, so you got zeros on those, but um, you know, some will pay off, I'm sure. Uh, we, we're still well, waiting on yeah, some well, dates. You know, when it came to the month and... of uh, when it came to, like, to the month of March and stuff, there were a couple swings that I did take and stuff, and one actually per proved to be quite big of a swing, and that was Moss Book Two, which right now yeah, I had like about fifteen, 15 points, points from that yeah. one. Yeah. So I mean, there's definitely been like, yeah, it's it's funny. Like so I, some of these I took as like kind of a joke, like. Talk about Destiny 2, Witch Queen ended up being 88 points. I got 18 points on that one. Yeah, that one uh, I didn't see coming because no. the Destiny expansions were technically, traditionally not that high in terms of scoring. Yeah. Besides I, Forsaken. Yeah, and I definitely had some, like, you know, misses here, like Rainbow Six Extraction. I only got two points for. Dying Light 2, I only got six points for. Um, you know, Tiny Team, Wonderland, I only got eight. Uh, it'll be the show. I'm sitting at a seven right now. The mm -hmm. 2K22, I did, I did bid on. And Weird West, I, those two games I bid on, but I only put like two bucks down for those each. Yeah. And I only got seven and six. I thought this would do a little bit better, but it's whatever. 
Uh, but yeah, like like Gables was saying, um, he's only got two spots left, but he's got forty seven dollars, so he can definitely. Um, he has a lot. Like I have, I have six, six spots left, but I have sixty four dollars left. So he has a lot more money to spend on a lot less spaces. He's got less money than me, but he's got way less spaces he's got to fill. So he can definitely, excuse me, bid high on if some big like I don't know, say like. Say GTA Six fucking gets announced for this year, Gables can just drop everything on that hypothetically, you know, uh, and it easily out. Would not be a smart move, but still. <laughs> yeah, but that's a guaranteed that that's gonna be a big hit. So, because um, like right now Gables is uh, projected to beat me uh, for this year, but um, we'll have to wait and see. Like a lot of these, like a lot of the games he has currently on his his roster right now, do not have dates, um, and most of the yeah, games give I or have, take. Yeah, and and most of the games I do have have dates. So, um, but like I said, I'm taking a lot of like, taking a lot of, I'm, I'm bunting a lot. I'm taking a lot of like guaranteed these games are coming out, but they're not, maybe not going to be big hits, but they're going to be, you know, I'm going to get some, they're going to be high sevens, some low eights. And maybe I'm going to get like a home, I'm going to hit a home run on like a total Warhammer three or like a, um, uh, witch queen shit like that. So, um, what I will say is there have been some indie games that I have went through and either drafted or picked up through the bids mm-hmm. and stuff that have incredibly paid off. All the other Ollie, world. Ollie world yep. tunic was another tunic, one. Yeah. Big hit for you. I had a feeling that tunic was going to be the, that way. I, I knew that Moss ex- book too. Yeah. I love Moss and I did not expect Moss to do that well. So, um, the last game was like in the mid eighties and stuff like that. And from what I saw initially from Moss book two, when it was first unveiled, it looked like it was going to be good, Yeah, but it, it's actually it actually surpassed my expectations because from reading the, looking at the reviews, watching that stuff, seeing gameplay and stuff, it seems like it's a natural evolution from the first game and, and better than the first yeah. game. Yeah. That was very it's surprising. It's one of those games that but like, did you expect? No, did you I, expect I, I was Tunic? expecting, I was not, I was like, I'm not going to waste a spot on a game that I thought would do. Like I thought like high seventies, maybe I'm like, uh, and not bad for a game. You only put a few bucks down on. So that's kind of stuff. Yeah, sure here. Like, you know, yeah, you put a couple bucks down, and you get a, you get a you get a big hit out of it. So, um, mm. yeah. So that's what's going on with that. Um, like I said, we're not going to talk about it too much longer or too much more yeah. for the next couple months. Really, like I'll, I'll I might bring it up at the, you know in a, in a month because we have we have like a couple games coming out at the end of this month, the beginning of next month. Um, it's about then, but then after that, I don't, we'll, we'll, and in June we we have a few games coming out. So it's going uh, unless some, some more shit pops up. That's pretty much going to be it for that. Um, but moving on, Gables, to uh, what we've been playing. You and I have played uh, the Strangers of Paradise demo. Uh, mm-hmm. The only reason I, I started playing is because of the uh, what you played that demo. You can actually carry over to the main game. Yes. So that's the reason I started playing it. Like while I was waiting for the game, my games to be shipped, I'm like, like, well, I don't have a lot going on for the week, so I might as well just like chip out, chip away at this. Um, I actually. Played through the demo. It was actually a pretty sizable. Like it was like almost, it was almost four hours of content. Yeah. Demo. Um, I think you got like the first four missions. You got the tutorial in the first four missions. Um, I played a little bit more today. Um, I'm like, well, just shy of six hours into it. Um, I told Gables like you got to play this game, uh, because it's this demo because it's fucking wild. I'm like, just play the first mission. Get to that first cutscene in the first mission. Gables, did you get there? I believe I have. I'm at that point and stuff where I'm facing off against like uh, then chaos that uh, that boss and stuff like that. Did you that. beat Garland the bo- that boss? No, I have oh, not beat God. Garland Damn yet. It. 
Because it's actually proven to be kind of a little bit more. He's very difficult. He beat me like because he's actually this game is actually pretty difficult, especially in the beginning. Uh, it's getting easier now as I've I've gotten more. I'm like on like the sixth or seventh mission now. Um, but uh, this game is fucking wild. Gables, the opening cutscene just starts playing Frank fucking Sinatra. Yes, <laughs> like the trailer. Yes. I'm like, this game was like rushed. They had no budget, but they had the budget for Frank fucking Sinatra. And then after you beat that boss, Gables, mm-hmm. Limb Biscuit, you get motherfuck. What? Yes, they got Limb Biscuit. <laughs> There's this like, uh, so you you beat Garland. So minus spoiler alerts, you kill the first boss, and this like woman, I think Neon is her name. I don't remember. The, the, the story is fucking nuts. Um, you like you you meet her, and she's like, oh, chaos is he's like, uh, Jack, you're the guy, you main the main character that you play as. He's like. Like he just wants you, no one explains anything. Apparently he doesn't. He doesn't. He lost his memories. I don't know. I don't. I'm really confused by this. They never really explain it to you. He's just in a field. You do a tutorial. It's Frank Sinatra's playing. Uh, you play the like they teach you the controls, and then the how you get introduced to the characters. A uh, Jed and Ash. I want to say his name is. Is there a guy? Yeah. You literally are walking up to a courtyard, and then they walk up next. They just bump into you at this courtyard, and they all pull out a crystal. And then they just fist bump. <laughs> that was <how> <laughs> and then and, and then to like normally in that kind of when you meet people, you have like this growing thing. You play the game and you grow. You learn about the characters and like you see the characters Don't grow together and you learn about these characters. No, you get a black screw with white text to explain that they went and talked to the king. He said, do this. And then weeks go by and then boom, now you're on a boat together. And I'm like, that's pretty what? jarring. <laughs> What is half? This is the first like 15 minutes of the game. I'm like, we just skipped all of like the growing experience of like why I should care about these characters. Like apparently. Okay. So why does like Jack have an amnesia? What is going on with these crystals? Why does he want to kill chaos? He just keeps talking about, he wants like this bullshit. I want to kill chaos. It's like, why, why do you like, I get it's chaos. I guess like, oh, it's chaos. You want to kill. But why do, why does he so motivated to kill chaos? I have no fucking idea. Gables. Do you know, did, did you get any of this? Honestly, there are a lot of like some, there's actually just a lot of like crazy ass moments in regards to the story that I've seen. I mean, that's definitely jarring in regards to going to different cutscenes, And that kind of took me by surprise. Like, okay, maybe this is just for the demo or something like that. But no, apparently that's, that's, this that's is actually game. the full game. This is the full four is the first full four game. hours. This is the first, this is the full game. Like they did not cut anything out. This is the game. And then you there meet There are so many different things. There are definitely there's definitely so many different things I noticed in regards to it. Like one, the street attire and stuff is just basic street attire from the what? modern setting. Yes. Like we're in this like <laughs> fantasy realm. Thank you for bringing this up. They're in this fucking fantasy realm where people are wearing like fucking drabs and like the kings are like like in like old England times. And these motherfuckers are in skinny jeans and tank tops. Yeah. With like, with gel yeah, right? hair. And I'm like, what is happening right now? This is. And at one point, Jack pulls out a cell phone, like a modern day cell yes! phone and stuff. With his... He's wearing <laughs> AirPods. He is wearing Bluetooth headphones. And he's like, okay, so this gets to my point. After you beat the first boss, spoiler, you beat the first boss. You meet Neon. He, she's the fourth character. And let me. Uh, it gets crazier. So the whole point is like, there's four people with these crystals. 
you yep. neon i believe is neo or neon i can't remember her name it doesn't matter this it doesn't matter four warriors of light <laughs> yeah there's a four warriors of light you only play with three characters in the game at a time but you could you you pick the three characters you want well you always have jack but then you pick the other two the three you want to go with you but you could still hear the other characters dialogue when you're playing the okay. game when you're fighting they're like they'll talk about the fight but they're not there but they'll talk about it so anyways you beat the first boss there's a cutscene neon Neo, whatever her fucking name is, is like chaos is a myth. It doesn't exist. And then it just cuts to Jack. He's like, bullshit. And then he turns around, he pulls his phone out, hits play, starts playing Limp Biscuit, and walks away. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? This game is fucking. I've seen that cutscene. Wild. Oh, this game, Gables, this game is fucking awesome. I love this game. I'm having a blast with this game. I I love it. This is the greatest game of all time. I think this game is fan-fucking-tastic. The story is so stupid, but they don't... I don't think um, Team Ninja... They have to be self-aware with that I don't think they are, and that's what makes it great. They don't realize it, how stupid this is. And if they do, fucking awesome to you. But I hope they don't, because it's great for it. Oh, my God. This it's but on top of that, Gables, this game is a fucking blast to play. The combat is awesome. I think it's yeah. it's, it's it's a it's a good difficulty. I like the soul, like where you like you can counter people's like projectile attacks and it raises your max health. And then like you can like you can knock out their the break where you can stagger them and then you can like yeah. do like a finishing move and it raises your MP. And then you like you have the job system, which I didn't think I'd like. It's kinda of overwhelming at first, but then I got used to it. And you get, like, there's definitely a little overwhelming with them, with like all the shit they throw at you, and they give you like a million oh, no shit. fucking like I'm constantly like I'm I'm running out of room constantly because they give you so much fucking like uh, weapons armor and armor yeah like I'm constantly <laughs> dismant- I literally spent ten minutes today just going through and dismantling shit uh, before the podcast, uh, but this game is so fucking fun. I am having a blast with this game. I'm so disappointed. This is like one of the worst selling Final Fantasy games of all time. And I, I totally get it why it is. But this game is like actually really good. Like it is perfect. This game is perfect for what it is. Game of the year. It's, I'll tell you something right now. You know what this kind of reminds me of? The, the whole Strangers Final Fantasy and stuff. It reminds me of another game back from Square Enix's past. That... Uh, not a lot of people do remember, but except for like some of the niche few back on the Super Nintendo, you know how Final Fantasy, you know, had the main games and stuff like that, four, five, and six, and stuff like yeah. that. There was another Final Fantasy game on the Super Nintendo as well, and that was Mystic Quest. And that was also a game that didn't really take itself too seriously. And it was also kind of like a parody of like other JRPG, like kind of a parodying itself in some retrospects, in some aspects. Some of the tongue-in-chief stuff, some of the -the over-the-top stuff of the main character and this and that. This seems like a natural evolution of, like, the portrayals and sort of, like, and sort of, like, the reminiscent of, like, say, from back then. Only it's elevated to, like, ten. Yes. (laughs) Or, like, multitudes of that stuff. And from what I initially played, the gameplay is absolutely fantastic. You're switching through different classes, like, on the fly with the triangle button or the Y button or whatsoever, you can go forth and equip a whole bunch of different armor, and the armor actually looks like it inside of them when you're attacking people. There's different types of, like, weapons you can try out. It bombards you with so many different types of weapons and, like, 
item like armors and stuff like that. You literally once you go forth and finish a group of battles and stuff, and bear in mind there are some areas that are just okay, go to this room, kill a whole bunch of enemies. Okay, advance on. To this room, then kill a whole bunch of enemies and then repeat. And then like uh, from A to B, not a lot of backtracking. I mean, it really doesn't need a lot of backtracking. I mean you're already going through a whole bunch of crap as it is. Mm. But uh <clears throat> from the initial hour or probably an hour and a half that I did play that demo, especially from last night, I got so much different armor, so much, so much different types of weapons that I literally kept pausing like every every time I finished a battle encounter just to make sure I had the right corresponding weapons and that way oh, I wasn't yeah. so underpowered. I, I just kept doing optimized weapons, and let me tell you, Gables, that will save you a lot of time because I did that for like the oh, first like, hour, and I was like, this is like I'm getting so much shit, I can't do this. So every couple of battles I would stop Check. I just do. I click the touchpad. I think that this says optimize weapons. Does it for you? Saves you all the time in the world. Oh yeah, there's shit. Yeah, because there's there's a lot. You can spend a lot of time in those menus if you don't do that. Oh, let me tell you something though. Though, but uh, fighting against Garland in that first initial boss thing, yeah, it definitely is hard as hell, and uh, that's because, and that's just me not knowing too much about the whole gameplay mechanics not being used to it yeah. but i finally had it the past couple of battles that i lost and stuff that uh i definitely was timing my like uh, that soul attack or yeah, something that soul, soul block and stuff yeah. the soul break and stuff just at the right moment so that way i could dodge it a few more times and do it like this i've only got him to like a little under half and that was just it because he keeps rushing forward and fucking killing me because i missed time a couple of soul break attacks but i, I uh, recommend I'm playing it if you can make your uh, AI people more aggressive, if you hit like the the left and right on the D pad, you can see on you'll see uh-huh. on your like thing, and that will make yeah. them more aggressive. So then they can kind of aggro him, and then you can get in some yeah. shots. And then also, oh. if you can, I recommend taking in the mage as your secondary job, so you can do oh. like magic attacks to him. So I was oh yeah, that, that makes sense. I was distance. doing that from the distance, and I'd go in, attack him, build up the MP, go get back out. And then let them aggro him, and then I can hit him with a couple like quake attacks or fire, or whatever. That makes absolutely a lot of sense. I mean, he's definitely deadly when it comes to melee close combat. I definitely I cheese that one because he he I mean, he kicked my ass because especially because yeah like they throw so much at you in the beginning. Um, It took me a solid few hours to really get used to that fucking. I think it was like mission three or four. Go ahead. Well, like I was saying, I could definitely see myself playing more of this game. Oh, that's Gables. That's initially what I've seen from the overall feeling of the cutscenes, overall feeling of like the story of the characters, and like even the gameplay and everything else. This feels like a cult classic game. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I hope does. you buy this game. It's multiplayer, so yeah, it is. I would be all for fucking if you play if you buy this game, Gables. I will play <laughs> it with you. Uh, I'm having. I'm. I'm legitimately like. They're, like the story is fucking stupid. The characters are stupid, but this game is amazing. I I'm actually having I cannot believe how good this game is. And Gables, to say this game looks like a game from that was made in 2010 would be a compliment. This game looks like straight yeah. trash, but I don't care because I love it. I I adore it. It is it is like actually, that. I feel like I want to play more because I want to see how crazier this thing gets. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear this. I was so worried that you might not like this game. Oh my, it's it's good. It's so good. People buy this game, or maybe like actually just wait like two weeks. It'll probably be twenty bucks. Um, yeah, no <laughs> shit. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, if you can find the game for twenty bucks, do it because it's yeah, this game is so good. Uh, yeah, I, oh my god, I can't wait to play more of this. 
that's my my weekend plans. I have something I got to do tomorrow night, uh, but I feel like tomorrow is going to be um, a lot of Strangers of Paradise. Uh, I'm doing all the side missions and shit. Like I've got to the point now, like after like the demo, you unlock side missions. So I'm going through doing those, um, and they're, they're like five ten minutes. So that's pretty cool too. So like they don't take a lot of time, uh, and just like you know, grinding out some jobs levels and stuff like that. This game is a lot of fun to play. I I, I yeah, it's fun. It, it, yeah, like, surprisingly. This is like the best seven out of ten ever made, <laughs> and I mean that as like uh, the utmost co- like uh, as a compliment. This game is like the best seven I've ever played in my entire life. So yeah, um, anything else, Gables? You want to add on that one? Oh, let's see. Not for Strangers of Paradise. Okay, I know I've played uh, like a group of other games and stuff. I've okay. played a little bit. I touched on earlier, like MLB The Show twenty twenty two. I basically just went through and played like a pickup game and stuff, plus the tutorial. Uh, ironically enough, I picked the Giants and stuff like that as like the team that I was going through and like a favorite team stuff. And what does it do? It gets me against the Atlanta Braves, and I play a game like yeah, that absolutely. with it. <laughs> with going, that's the thing though. That's the CPU that picked it through like the the, tor- the tutorial game, this and that and stuff like that. And so after I got through and set my features, my like a control styles accordingly and stuff, I actually did like a full exhibition game and it recommended to go for the Braves. I'm okay, I'll, I'll go with the Braves and see what happens. I ended up like with my pitcher literally for like throwing like about 140 pitches because at that point, you know, I was uh testing things out so I ended up beating the Braves like 12 to nothing. <laughs> you just mad because we stole your first baseman. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh gosh. No, I it was just nothing by design. It was just me trying to see if, like, uh, there was a difference between me playing, like, the Giants and, like, the A's in that regard, so like that. And sure enough, as soon as, like, Ruff got to the bat and stuff with the Giants and I freaking hit that home run, I'm like, how the fuck did I just do that? <laughs> but, no, there's there's aspects of, like, the avail- the accessibility of, like, how you can how you can pitch a ball, how you can, like, uh, hit it and the fielding and this and that. I mean, they had the same features last year, but I feel like I can really just go in, play a couple pickup games and this and that. But uh no, there are other games I did play through the Game Pass stuff. Edge of Eternity was a game that uh that was put on Game Pass this year. But uh it was just one of those slew of like new releases where okay, I'm just gonna download this. I downloaded seven games, right? Indie games. Edge of Eternity was the first one I played and it was trash. Absolutely trash because it definitely felt like a game from the PlayStation 2 generation in the worst ways possible, like a JRPG, like from back then, slow load times, choppy performance, cutscenes definitely look like they were from 20 years ago. <laughs> and on top of that, you know, it's like there were some. That's, that's the thing. The music and the voice acting wasn't too bad. The combat itself could have been better, but it was very generic. And worst of all, and stuff, or like plot twists and stuff like that. While you're doing like the first main battle and stuff like that, you could tell which character was going to get killed because one of their, one of their, like their stats, their magic points was like over eight thousand. <laughs> well, you had like twenty three or twenty four. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, okay, I know that's that's like that. So after I got done, not even playing a half hour of that game, I promptly deleted it off my Xbox because I did not have any interest in playing it again. There was another game I tried, which was Dreamscaper. Dreamscaper. This is a game that was released this past year, I think earlier, earlier this year. 
it definitely has that feel to where uh, it's not like more like a Diablo. It's more like a uh, almost like a roguelike sort of game to where you explore different types of areas. You defeat a whole bunch of different enemies. So basically, you're this girl that's in inside of a new town that you moved toward, moved into and stuff. And when you fall asleep and stuff, you transport into this world that you have to try to gather like a whole bunch of different types of like attacks and resources and stuff. And uh, de depending upon how much you progress inside this game depends upon what decisions and stuff you make inside of like real life and stuff. So, for example, one of the beginning parts is like you go to this this like a coffee bar or whatsoever. You try to do some sketches or whatever the hell this stuff. And then when you go forth and rest and stuff, you go back to that world and stuff and you get to face off against one of the first major bosses. Which it's it's basically entitled fear, right? And it's just like a gigantic like whale or something like that. You have to try to try to beat or something that's just swimming underneath you and stuff and do this and do that. The whole game the whole gameplay concept isn't too bad. Apparently this game released in like another platforms and stuff and had some fairly decent grades in that regards. Let's see, let's see. I tried Infernax. Infernax is actually not too bad. It's a pretty interesting action game. It definitely has a lot of uh, tiebacks and like uh, from other games like, say, Castlevania 2. Some of the graphics kind of reminded me of like a Castlevania game in general. There are some aspects to where you can upgrade like uh, certain portions like your health, your magic power, or like how much, like, how much of a specific like. Uh, inventory item and stuff you can upgrade and stuff based upon how much coins or gold and stuff you collect. So, of course, I'm going to try to upgrade my power as much as possible, so I'm gathering literally, like, experience. You, no, you actually have to gather XP from bosses, and you literally level up through a save, through your save point. And so that's basically what I had been doing. And I'm thinking, you know what? They allow you to do this pretty early on. Let's see how far I can get. And so I've, like, upgraded my attack, like, twice and stuff like that. And uh, you have to really grind to try to get some more experience to do that. But Infernax, it definitely has that type of feel and stuff to where it is fucking gory as shit. It's like a 2D action game, right? It's like a 2D platforming game. But on top of uh, on top of what you're supposed to be doing, which is coming back to your hometown after being out from the Crusades or whatsoever, you have to face off against all these like Hellspawn like demons and stuff like that. But uh, it's fairly fun. I know there were, like, a couple other games I did test out. Oh, one of them was Young Souls. Young Souls was a game that was released this year, too. It definitely has a fun pick-up-and-play sort of feel to it. I am initially through, like, the first couple of chapters. I think I'm on either Chapter 5 or Chapter 6. And I'm just bas I was basically testing out this game's combat, this and that. You know, I'm on the normal mode. There are some things that can be challenging, but you can switch between the two characters and stuff with the Y button or the triangle button based upon what platform you're playing it on and stuff. It's fairly seamless, but uh, yeah, it definitely has an interesting sort of action RPG sort of mechanic to it. But other than that, though, I think I've tried... I tried Windjammers 2. Windjammers 2, okay. Yeah, definitely... It's definitely like, uh, it's definitely like, there were some aspects of, I think, were kind of a little bit more uh, convoluted and stuff as a, compared to the original one. Like, there's certain points, things that have been changed, there's certain other things. It's more or less me not being used to the whole new mechanics of it. Like, there's actually a dedicated jump button to that thing, so you can go forth and try to throw discs and stuff or catch them from above. And there's also a deflection button. 
So if you throw like a disc or something like that, if you time it just right, you can just go forward and just like just hit your opponent's disc and stuff right back to them. But uh, I'm 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 basically getting into battles where with a CPU they'll, they'll just spam special attacks and sometimes can be fairly obnoxious. <laughs> so it's definitely one of those things where I'm gonna go back to and recheck. Maybe I can just dumb down the difficulty and see if you know if it's just that. That's being the issue, just me not being familiar with the game itself. But yeah, it this has basically been a week of me using Game Pass as sort of like a rental thing to try out a whole bunch of different games and see if what sticks and what doesn't. Yeah. I still need to try out Tunic because I want to play Tunic, but these other games that I've released have held my interest pretty nicely. And honestly, if everything goes well, maybe I'll buy another game, possibly before the end of like the next week. Here's hoping. <laughs> Gables, if I can make two recommendations for you. Um, what? A, Kirby. Yeah. B, Strangers of Paradise. Yeah, I'll definitely keep that in consideration, though. <laughs> I'd say, if you're liking it, Gables, I, I'd say keep playing through the demo. If you get past Garland, <laughs> like I said, take the white mage shit. Or not the white mage, the... Uh, the mage. The mage, yeah. I, I, black mage? Not black mage. I don't remember what mage it is. But... Take that one and cheese the fuck out of him. Kill him. Move on. Um, because a lot of because yeah, it gets once you yeah. But anyways, it's good. Gables, I have one more thing I want to talk about before we get out of here. I know we're right. long. Apologize, people. Um, I, I I didn't tell you, Gables. I don't know if you've looked uh at my PlayStation, uh games list the last twenty four hours or so, Gables. But I did something. What? I started Ellen Ring. You started Elden Ring. I, Elden Ring. I, I thought it was something you were going to go forth and trade in for credit. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I put it in and I started playing. I did the tutorial and I'm like an hour in now. And I picked Samurai. Um, cause I heard okay, that, that's a good choice. I heard that was a good starter for, for novices in the, in the Dark Souls world. Um, you have a bow and arrow, but I was, I'm really excited when I saw the bow and arrow. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, playing, I'm picking that one. Uh, the bone arrow in this game sucks, though. To be honest with people, uh, going from Horizon to this, be terrible. Um, but obviously, I understand. Like one game is built around a bone arrow, the other one is not built around a bone arrow. You'll soon understand why some of the weapons suck inside that game, and that's up until you unlock the blacksmith and try to upgrade some of those weapons through collecting of smithing stones okay. and somber smithing stones. Okay. That's uh, why your bow sucks right now. <laughs> I found the small the smoldering caves. It's not going great. Okay. It's not going great, Gables. It's not going great. He's like mimic guy. Let me ask know. you, have you unlocked a thing to how to level? Nope. <laughs> it's not going great. Let Gables. me give Yeah, dude. I know. You gotta find three great graces. I found I was like, where the fuck do I level at? Because I have like twenty five hundred ruins or whatever the fuck they're called. It's- it's unlocked through a cutscene. You gotta, you gotta find three graces. You get a cutscene. I know that now. I looked it up after the fact. I'm like, why can't I level yeah. up? Because I don't want to lose these fuckers. And I ended up. I looked it up after. Um, I, I, I'm able to. I was able to like. I kept dying, but I, I was able to get go back get my shit. Um, yeah. I looked it up. You have to find three graces, and then they're gonna cutscene, yes. and then you can level up. I, I know that now. I'm aware of that now. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna uh, I'm gonna play Final Fantasy Strangers of Paradise first, 
and then I'm, I might deep dive into this one and then eventually maybe go play Ghostwires Tokyo here. Well, not maybe. I will because I, I, I paid for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, give this one a shot. I'm going to give it a fair shot. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, I just want to mention, I put like an hour into it. Um, I, could, I understand why people love the game. Let's see if Tyler will love this game. Well, I will say this. You'll go in with more information than when I did when I started playing this game. Oh, and yeah. And that's going to be a good advantage for you <laughs> and if, unless you don't want to play the game long term. But to give you some suggestions, definitely take the time to explore around the the terrains and stuff. Yeah, you will die fairly and quickly. Oh, I've died like about 15 times already. Like but if you want to go forth and try to get your character level to a certain extent, since you took the role of a samurai, I took the role of a warrior. Yeah. I had dual wielding and stuff. Know that look out for a type of like uh, weapons that have bleed buildup. Okay. Currently bleed buildup is one of the most overpowered sort of things. I've, I've I had heard it there's from... some people that get there's some people in the Elder Ring community that don't like people that use the bleed stuff. That's for PvP. But <sighs> if you're more or less doing inside the main game, then I'll tell you what, man, I mean, it's open game on the box, the bosses. Because when I initially did my build for my warrior character, I had dual scimitars, right? I used the those weapons I carried throughout that entire playthrough, that that ninety two hour playthrough, and they're the default weapons that I had got. That's what I heard people do with the samurai. They they use it. They have a default, and then they have a katana that they take with them. That's got bleed damage. But I'll tell you this: because you're using the samurai and stuff, there are definitely a couple of katanas you do need to look out for. One's the moon veil, and the other one's the ore blade. Those are two that I definitely had. And plus that boss that I was telling you about, that uh, you know that had that crazy ass special attack plus the the interesting weapon yeah that's one of the best katanas in the entire game and it's locked through a secret boss of uh, melania okay but uh i'll be perfectly honest with you if you come across some bosses that you can't beat and if you try to go forth and focus upon leveling things especially in sort of like say health endurance and because you're using a sort of like a warrior sort of like, no, you're using samurai sort of yeah. class, um, I would focus more upon like either strength or dexterity. Definitely have at least the minimum in regards to either strength or dexterity, which would be like maybe, I want to say 20 to like 24. Okay. But it really depends upon you because there are different types of weapons that will require a specific number of attributes that you have. Like, for example, I had a god killer hammer that could only be used would only be able to use its full potential if I had 60 inside of strength. And the only reason why I had 60 in strength is because I already had gotten every other stat that I wanted to. Like a max of 40 at least inside of health. I had like 22 in regards to like uh mind. And this is just my warrior build, you know. I definitely overleveled inside of like the initial build that I had. 210 yeah, but uh, it really depends upon what weapons you want to use and basically what type of setup. But if I were you, I try dual katanas, okay. dual katanas, you know, because that will definitely help you. And plus, you have yeah. a cool L one attack and stuff to where you're going through a different type of motions and stuff. Jump attacks are extremely powerful. 
if you go through that whole Tower of Lindgrave and stuff like that, definitely explore around because you'll have you'll find a different type of like a talisman that'll help you improve your damage rate when you do jump attacks. Okay. That's like okay. during the first area with uh, Margit, the Fell Omen, and like a Godric. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna. I want definitely want to get a good weapon for the for the left trigger, because uh, I'm I'm never much of a parrier or a, a blocker. So I hardly parried throughout that entire game. I've never been I've never been the uh, dodge and parry. The dodging I'm, I'm decent at, uh, but it's never I've never been the uh, parry guy in any game ever. Um, and also get used to the aspect of uh, being on the offensive and stuff. You have to be, be you have be to aggressive. go forth and be risk. You be have to be aggressive with some of these bombs. Be, be, uh, I, I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. You have to stick by their feet, especially if you face off against dragons or whatsoever, and watch out for their tail, <laughs> tails, tail wags, their tail swings and stuff like that. What but about, uh, what about dragons doing seismic toss? Do they do that in Jesus this game? Christ. Especially at the top of Not a, a seismic toss. I mean... Okay. I'll tell you what, man. If they did a seismic toss inside that game, I probably wouldn't have lived to tell the tale. No. But no. no, they'll go forth and they'll <laughs> they'll go forth and they'll cover the entire field with fire, though. That, okay. That's something you have to look out for. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna play Stranger. I'm gonna focus on Strangers of Paradise. Um, yeah. and then I'm I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give it a fair shot. I'm gonna give it a fair shot. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but okay. I you people don't know, not the most patient guy in the world. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, that is pretty much it guys for this week. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you liked all that, like I said, at the top of the show, please, if you haven't done that yet while you're listening to it, please, uh, like fall subscribe wherever you're listening to, uh, look in the, look in the description for the link tree and that will have, uh, click on that have a link to everywhere we are available at. Um, and please download the podcast. Every time you download the audio version, uh, Gables and I get a little bit of money and we really appreciate that. Uh, but um, anyways, until next time, I'll show us. That was Tyler. And I have been Curdle Gables. Until next time, everyone, play some fun games. Definitely have a self of your, definitely have a fun time. But most importantly, thank you for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. And hey, Gables. Yeah. Rest in peace, Portillo. Rest in peace, Portillo. The king! <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya.